It's the game everyone's talking about. Shim Sham, a laugh-out-loud adventure for you and your... Cockroaches. Part board game, part dance-off, Shim Sham is loads of fun for... Cockroaches. ...of all ages. Just spin the wheel, strike your pose, and get ready for a... Scurrying cockroach. Don't let roaches ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. Today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online is brought to you by HelloFresh. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Ghost80 and enter Ghost80. It's official. Real Ghost Stories Online and the Grave Talks will be live at the Crescent Hotel for one night only. August 11th, 2019 at 7 p.m. And you are invited. I'm Tony Bruski from Real Ghost Stories Online and I can't wait to meet you at the Crescent Hotel this August 11th for an awesome night of ghost stories. We're going to have a lot of fun at the Crescent Hotel that night as we record an episode of Real Ghost Stories Online live. The stories on this episode come from you guys, the audience, live at the Crescent. Then it's a live episode of The Grave Talks as we talk with Crescent historian and paranormal investigator Keith Scales. We'll learn all about the history of the hotel, how it came to be, why it's haunted today, what goes on at the Haunted Crescent Hotel, and allow you guys to ask your questions as well with a live Q&A segment. It's a fun night full of ghost stories at the historic Haunted Crescent Hotel, a hotel that we've had many stories from shared about over the years here on the show. Tickets are only $25 a piece and are on sale now. Go to realghoststoriesonline.com and click on the Live at the Crescent Hotel banner to purchase yours. They are very limited, though, and when they are gone, they are gone. Real Ghost Stories Online and the Grave Talks live at the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, August 11th, 2019. Get your tickets now at realghoststoriesonline.com. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, a grandfather makes a surprise return home after his death. If it wasn't the living pulling on her clothes, who was it? Also, who are the spirits haunting, uh, haunting, haunting, haunting a historic inn? And what exactly do they want? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Yep, 855-853-4802. Call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Share your ghost stories with us whenever you feel like it. Maybe right when it's happening. Just as the knocking is going on on your walls, be like, I'm going to call this in. 
I can't do anything about it at that moment. But hey, it would be kind of cathartic to do it, wouldn't it? Uh, of course, you can also write it on the website, realghoststoriesonline.com. Share your stories, support our show, become an EPP, an extra podcast person. With that, you get access to all of our bonus episodes, all 250 some of those for you. You get a brand new one every single week, access to advanced episodes of the regular show as we release it, and more at ghostpodcast.com. Of course, it's only five bucks a month. There's a yearly option at Ghost Podcast where you can uh, sign up for year to year and you get a whole bunch of extras with that. Right now, it's a USB drive, a cool little eight gig wooden one send to you with 10 hours of bonus material on there, an extra EPP episode only on that drive, a Richard and Chattanooga special with calls that have never been aired, and some of my favorite interviews, including interviews with Laura DiDio from the Amityville Horror and much more, more than 10 hours of material uh, that's uh, exclusive there. So uh, check that out if you're becoming a yearly EPP or if you renew a yearly EPP, you can get it uh, as well. Uh, ghostpodcast.com, patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Another way to become a monthly EPP. Tony and Jenny Bruski joining you once again. Hi. Hi. And how are you? I'm good. So this like laundry list of things <laughs> that I go through at the beginning of the episode. Uh, if you'd like to get uh, real ghost stories online, embroidered uh, toilet paper. We have that now available. Um, it's <laughs> That's uh, great. Selling it by the square uh-huh. and it's single ply. Can so. you spare a square? Single ply sucks. That's uh that was one of the, the that was one of the parts that I did dislike about being on the road for the last two weeks is mm-hmm. the sheer amount of single ply that's out there. Mm-hmm. It just it gets annoying. And and it's like, why? Why did anyone ever invent single ply to begin with? I know it's to be cheaper, but it doesn't work. It's like saying, Oh, here's a car, but we're not gonna put an engine in it. Mm-hmm. It's like what this no, doesn't work. Well, you have to use twice as much of it. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. No. And you got to kind of fold it yourself. I mean, am I the only one who has this big of an issue with single Maybe. versus double ply? Maybe within our family, you might be the, <laughs> the one most bothered by that. We were in uh, Michigan, and uh, I, I've told the story before. Uh, of uh, I had a boss once who, uh, who I, I caught stealing toilet paper from mm-hmm. the radio station. And it was single ply. They only had single ply. They didn't know why you'd want to steal this stuff. But um, I remember pulling up to the station one day. And he was like literally just art because it was, you know, it just doesn't come in like big plastic things. It's single rolls. Yeah. And it was almost like comedic. Like it was like almost like a juggler carrying all their balls out in their arms. Just heaps of toilet paper, single rolls, the single ply out to his car. And I'm just pulling in. He didn't expect me. And he's like, oh, uh, uh, hi, Tony. Uh, Have a good weekend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I didn't notice him like with 42 rolls of single ply. Like, oh, that's interesting. He got fired shortly thereafter. I didn't turn him in. I just didn't care at that point. But yeah. um, somebody was, else probably caught him stealing something else. But it's funny. I've told the story to our children. And now when I say I worked at a radio station in Michigan when we were there and we drove by it uh, the other day, I'm like, that's where I worked, kids. Is that the place where you caught the guy stealing all the toilet paper? <laughs> this is what is mm-hmm. remembered. Yeah. <laughs> the toilet paper story. <laughs> Like good memory, kids. Or you had to call nine one one the other day because of a a road incident. Oh yeah, there was a fake we saw a fake cop on the road too. And then Harper's like, "Is that like when you called nine one one with the stealing toilet paper guy?" And it's like she seems just like a federal offense. She's stuck on it. I think it's because it it to me I probably have put more emphasis onto it of like <laughs> this is wrong and horrible. So she thinks it's like right up there with high crimes and misdemeanors. Uh-huh. <laughs> you call nine one one when somebody steals toilet paper. It's gonna be some. It's one of those things where you didn't realize you shouldn't do that as an adult until, mm-hmm. and she'll be somewhere. She's like, "Oh my god, call nine one one!" Like, why? They're just taking toilet paper. 
isn't that like really a bad thing? <laughs> it's like, I never said it was that bad, but. Well, stealing you know. anything from your workplace is bad. Well, sure. But, but it's not like. It's not 911-able. No. Yeah. So, anyhow. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number. At Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. I quit that radio station. My last day on the air, I said I was leaving because of that. <laughs> I'm not even because kidding. of the single ply because of single ply. I, I, I abruptly left. And I literally went on the air one morning and said, I've had it. I, I can't do this anymore. I love Northern Michigan, but this the facility that I work at refuses to get double ply. And I, I am, I am, this is my termination. I am leaving. And so many people probably thought you were serious about that. And I wasn't on the air ever again. I know. I left the neck. I literally <laughs> packed up my car that day and left. <laughs> I was planning. I had another job. I was leaving. Yeah. It wasn't like a shock. I already, I'd given my notice and they, th- this is why radio stations sometimes would t- say, you're not going on the air your last day mm-hmm. because of shit. Li-. Although that wasn't that bad. It was pretty, it was a funny stunt. Yeah. But I like, so they're fear like you're going to go on the air and, you know, accost the staff or mm-hmm. something. But I didn't do that. I, I like the people for the most part, but I did tell the audience I was leaving because they wouldn't get double ply <laughs> and I never came back. So they're like, but holy shit, that was real. If you're a listener in Northern Michigan, it wasn't real. It was 14 years ago, but it's not true. It didn't happen like that. Um, <laughs> although it was pretty close to, uh, 855-853-4802, uh, is our number at real ghost stories online. Let's go to our first letter. It says, Hey, I love your show. And I've, uh, st- started uh, at the beginning. Wow. I'm only up to April of 2015 and have many stories, which I do not share with anyone for fear of being labeled crazy. It begins with my mother. When I was a small child, my mother often alluded to her family. They have unusual gifts. I personally witnessed my mother's gifts on two occasions that I can remember. When you have joked on previous episodes about smell vision, I've realized that you don't know some clairvoyants experience their gifts through the sense of smell. This is called, oh, this is interesting. I'm going to say this wrong. Clairalliance, clairalliance, something like that. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Pick up on smell. When I was about six years old, I lived alone with my mother. My eldest sister lived over a thousand kilometers away in Queensland, Australia. We had no telephone. Mobiles were not invented yet. We communicated through letters or postcards with my sister. One day, mom stated, started saying, I can smell your sister. Can you smell that? I dutifully started sniffing and said no. Mom said she could smell my sister's perfume that she I was always wearing. About three or four hours later, there was a knock on the door, and it was my sister. She said, surprise. My mom looked at her and said, I knew you were coming. I could smell you. My sister argued. <laughs> That's not a good thing to hear. <laughs> my sister argued and told mom that she couldn't have known it was a surprise visit, and she had told no one that she was coming. Mom then told me to tell my sister what happened. I proceeded to tell my sister that in the morning, mom had said she could smell the perfume that my sister always wore. This happened one more time that I know about. Mom started asking me if I could smell something. Again, I said no. I think she said it was the aftershave or cologne that my grandfather, her father, wore. Within a day or so, my mom received the news that my grandfather had passed away. When I was between the age of two and four, I had some terrifying full-color dreams. I'd sit up screaming while I was asleep, and my mom would have to wake me. I remember these dreams, but they just seemed harmless nothing terrifying at the time they were terrifying though one night when i was still under the age of five i had a wonderful dream i was standing on the top of a staircase and i was falling 
I was initially frightened, but then started floating slowly in the air down the stairs. This was the first of my experiences where I'm certain now that I've left my body. The next one that I can remember was about me driving a car really fast down the road and feeling really happy. I could not drive at the time. I was not in the car. I was flying in the air next to the car, watching myself driving the car. This happened in my teenage years. I now live in a remote area in the territory where the speed limit is 130 kilometers an hour. I really love driving. It makes me happy. I also drive 700 kilometers each way to extremely remote communities for work at a much slower speed as these are one-lane roads with no tar, four-wheel drive roads. I've experienced a sense of deja vu frequently throughout my life. I'm dreading the future while asleep. Most of the things are of no consequence, like a phrase someone will say or a place and the people that are there. I do not remember these dreams until the words are said or the exact situation plays out in real life. I'm always stunned as I totally remember the dream while the actual situation plays out in front of me. When I was 27, strange things started happening to me. I'll tell you the first story as it's not disturbing. The next few stories are extremely disturbing and I'll write it again when I'm ready to describe them. I was buying a lotto ticket. I picked my own numbers. I was waiting behind a woman. She was told she had marked one too many numbers and it must take one away. She said, take, uh, take number one away. My whole world changed with those words. A voice started yelling in my head, no, don't take one, no, th- one number one. Don't take that number. The voices kept yelling in my head over and over. I had to strongly resist the urge to grab the woman and say these words to her. The voice was my own voice, not anyone else. It was like my brain had access to information subconsciously that my conscious mind did not know. I checked the lot of numbers I had just chosen, and number one was not on my ticket. I considered redoing my ticket to include this number, but it was my turn to pay, and I didn't worry about it. I waited for Saturday night, sat in front of the TV, watching as a lot of numbers were drawn. Number one came out. I feel bad now that I did not say anything. That woman may have won the first prize if I could have convinced her to keep number one, and I could have uh, have a reputation as a total... Uh, local crazy lady while I can't know what number is going to be drawn when I put my own tickets on until next time Jenny I think that's funny that (laughs) you have this overwhelming urge to tell this woman don't take the one away but who knows she might have (laughs) won yeah I mean you you do that I mean what if you 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 say don't don't do that and then it ends up being the opposite and she should have and then she finds you and she's mad I think it's interesting how in families, like the mom can smell other people or know when things are going to happen based on smells, how different you can still have paranormal gifts, but everybody has them kind of in a different way. It's almost like, what's that Disney movie, The Incredibles? Everybody has a different power, but they all have a power. Mm -hmm. It's kind of neat. I don't think I've ever watched The Incredibles. I think you did. Did I think you watched it. Remember, that's the one where it's like, 1960s kind of oh, modern. You like that? One. I don't think. Did I see the the newer one? You saw the new one. Did I? I yeah. remember. I think I saw the first one on an airplane. Uh-huh. Or I kind of passively watched it on an airplane. Everything's mid-century modern. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it's about other than they're like superhero family. Mm-hmm. Then they go ghost hunting, right? And then no, no I'm kidding. That's not, not the right movie. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting how that works mm-hmm. with everybody kind of having a different. Uh, Different skill or power there. Thanks for sharing that. 855-853-4802 is our phone number. At Real Ghost Stories Online to show your real ghost stories with us. All right. Uh, big thank you to our sponsor today, HelloFresh. They are the ultimate 
in uh, meal delivery services. They're America's number one meal kit. Get easy seasonal recipes, pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. That's one of the things I absolutely, really, truly love about this service. When they say it's pre-measured, it's it's ready to go for you, it is truly that. You get your ingredients, you get your recipes in these individual bags that come into the box. That's one of the things I love about it. So I know exactly which ingredient is going with which recipe you open it up and it's like it looks like little grocery bags that have a label on it that says this is this recipe this is that recipe and all the stuff it's right there for you it makes cooking delicious meals at home easy it's a reality regardless of how comfortable you are in the kitchen the uh step-by-step recipe cards that make it so simple there's pictures there's this thing called words on there too but uh, you really could easily just look at the pictures and figure it out step by step uh, all pre-measured all they're ready ready to go for you you can't uh you can't go wrong with it. You can say goodbye to the endless grocery store lines, trips, takeout food, all that. HelloFresh has you covered. Just think how much time you may spend at the grocery store finding your stuff every single week. Number one, getting there, getting a parking spot, getting in the store, getting through the store, which can sometimes be a you know thing done all to itself. Uh, checking out, getting back home, unloading everything. Yeah. How much is your time worth? Yeah. So this, boom, shows up, put it in your fridge, you're done. Uh, just... Check it out for yourself. And in fact, you can get $80 off your first month just to prove to yourself that you are worth this and that it is worth this for you. Um, $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. HelloFresh.com slash Ghost80. Enter code Ghost80. In fact, just the other night, uh, made up the figgy balsamic pork, which is one of my favorite dishes that they have. It's it's roasted pork with green beans and rosemary potatoes. It's it's like a comfort food, but it's like something you'd order at a restaurant. It's it's so good. So many things to choose from on that menu every week. Just looking at like the current one right now, chimichurri pork tenderloin. I have a thing for pork. Spice wrap pork with <laughs> jammy glaze with Galley and couscous and yellow squash, beef ragu, spaghetti, uh, beef taco flatbreads, uh, apricot ginger chicken, roasted veggie farro bowls, lobster ravioli and shrimp, sunny side up burgers, spiced Dijon salmon. The list goes on and on. And they have different recipes for all different diets, uh, all different uh, food preferences. They got it for you. You can't go wrong. Their best recipe of 2019, zucchini and tomato flatbreads. Yes, yes. Really quick, really easy. Uh, it's it's an awesome one. You, you cannot beat this stuff. $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. It's like, uh, think of it this way. It, it's like getting uh, your first eight meals absolutely free. Yeah, we can't go wrong. Uh, $80 off your first month, HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Ghost80 and enter Ghost80. Jenny's new power is going into haunted buildings. <laughs> it's not a power. But it was something I knew I needed to do. It's a power. <laughs> no. It's, uh, we, we were in uh, Traverse City, and we've talked about this building several times, the old Traverse City uh, State Hospital, which is awesomely creepy as shit. And I, I shouldn't just say, when I say it, it's, it's not like just one building. It's like, I don't it's even a, know how it's many. It's a campus. It's a campus of buildings. I don't know, probably at least eight, eight at least eight. There's probably more mm-hmm. uh, buildings uh, on this campus. Uh, a couple of them have been fixed up. It's now known as Traverse City Commons and really beautifully redone the way that they've redone the buildings that are uh, fixed restaurants, shops, offices. They look really nice. Uh, there's, I think, assisted living or, or mm-hmm. something like that in there. Um, but really, they 
beautiful architecture, very gothic, very creepy. Um, so if I was old, I'd probably love to live there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to live in this one. And Jenny's going to be like, I'll be down the road. <laughs> uh, come and visit me. Um, I'll be in the dungeon. Uh, but the uh, we, we went in there, had dinner. Yeah. And you didn't... Uh, it was amazing how as creepy as the whole place can feel. Once we got in there in the restaurant, mm-hmm. it was just, it was awesome. It was great. Music was great. They had a live guitarist there. And I was just very relaxed and really enjoyed that evening. He was playing Wreck of the Edmunds Fitzgerald on a, a loon. It was not. <laughs> a lute. What is a lute? Is I a, don't know. A lute's like kind of a flute type thing, isn't it? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was good. It was, it wasn't that creepy. No. Uh, but I did walk around then the rest of the campus after dinner mm-hmm. and I took a ton of creepy pictures, uh, including some, uh, I didn't go inside the buildings cause they're all boarded up. I did find one door that was open though. I did not go in it. Yeah. Um, you'll be happy to know. Um, cause I had one of our daughters with us, mm-hmm. although had she not been there, I don't know if I would have taken a step or two inside. I don't Thank know. Thank you for not teaching our child breaking and entering is yeah. okay. It's yeah. It's not <laughs> like breaking and entering is bad. I'm going to go do something bad right now. Um, but um, no, there was uh, several areas where you could kind of get the camera eye through a hole in the wood that's over a door or something mm-hmm. like that. And I, so I, get, I got some interior pictures, but a lot of them are just really amazing exterior pictures. Um, I've posted several on our Facebook page, um, but there'll be more uh, posted on those. I took some video and stuff, too. Uh, so be watching for that stuff. It's creepy. It's uh, and and from what I understand, they're doing some tours there nowadays. Uh, from some folks who live there, they've told me this, and I don't know. This is not a them telling me this at the the facilities, but um, they're they're nighttime tours. I don't believe they're very ghostly. I don't think they really touch on that yet at all. No, um, but just the history. But the, of the history. Place, it's H- creepy. Historically, there it seems they're kind of amping into hey look at our setting maybe we should adopt a little bit of this mm-hmm. is kind of what i'm getting um and at least it, the setting I me mean, even if you're not going to talk about ghosts it's just need to walk around and look at these buildings in as a sun setting and hear the stories yeah it's you know it's just quite a place because uh, place most of the type of, of structures and campuses have been torn down they don't exist anymore it's it's almost one of a kind mm-hmm. um so it's just it's it's really neat if you're ever in that area traverse city uh in michigan do uh do check it out uh 855-853-4802 our number at real ghost stories online let's go to our next uh letter it says hello my name's dan i have an interesting experience that i cannot explain and i'm hoping that you can share some insight on it for me last summer my family and i went up to the cape cod to my aunt and uncle's beach house one of the neighboring towns is a ghost hunter tour nightly uh one stop on our tour was the infamous old jail that once housed pirates in the 1600s before we went into the jail we walked around the cemetery across the street and the and the hole while i kept hearing whispers around me and couldn't make anything out so i just assumed it was the cool summer breeze playing tricks on me me and two other guys and i were talking to on the tour started in uh evp session and walked over by the grave of a man accused of killing his entire family Upon review of the recording, you can clearly hear a response to one of my questions, although what he said we can't figure out. When we finally walked across the street to the jail, we all went in and into the back room where the cells were situated. Our tour guide turned off the lights and proceeded to tell us about everything that has happened in the jail. He told us at once a person was sitting in the back of the group and was 
a loud crinkling sound was heard. She said, I'm sorry, I must be sitting on a wrapper. When the lights went on, she had a section of the do not pass rope in front of her neck. Next, our guide told us about how, again, on another tour, a big metal pole the ropes were attached to was picked up and dropped, making a heart-stopping thud on the old wooden floor. Hearing all of these stories in pitch dark made my skin crawl. I began to think that nothing would happen on this tour when I felt something cold brush against my back. I was wearing a sweatshirt that was unzipped, and I felt as if someone kept pulling on it. All of a sudden, my mother who had been on tour with me, put her face in my shoulder and looked up to see the face of an angry old man who was not on tour, illuminated by the dim red exit light. I didn't say anything after the lights came back on about what I had felt or seen. The two guys I'd been talking to earlier had been sitting on stools way in the back of the room when the lights were off and anyone walking made the floors creak very loudly. So I can rule out them being the ones pulling my sweatshirt. Then they mentioned that they had both seen something darker than the darkness we were in pacing behind me. That's when I told them about what I felt. Before leaving the jail, I decided to take a photo of one of the rooms, and that's when I caught something strange in the photo. There's a hole in the wall where they used to give the prisoners food when the prisoner was still being when the prison was still being used. I captured a bright object, and when I tried taking another photo from the same spot, it was gone. It can be seen through the hole in the wall at the bottom of the photo. I hope it can shed some light on my experience. Thank you for reading my story. I think it's just haunted by pirates. <laughs> yeah. I, I really do. I mean, that's... I think there was something like that in Savannah. Wasn't there like a pirate jail in Savannah that somebody wrote in about and they had a very active experience as well? I recall something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a restaurant that we went into that we've had people write into the show about too. Yeah. Where like something in the bathroom happens or mm-hmm. I don't, I, I went into the bathroom purposely trying to get something to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm no not luck. surprised that there's a haunting where they've had jailed pirates. I'm not surprised. Seems like it kind of, <laughs> if you have jailed pirates, your place is haunted. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, 855-853-4802. Our number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go to a caller. Hi. You're on the... Hey, Tony and Jenny. Uh, my name is Ray, and I'm originally from the Philippines, but now living in Big Bay, California. So this event happened approximately six years ago um, back in the Philippines. Um, it was a day after our college graduation, and we went on a trip to celebrate um, we went to an island hopping and, you know, usually got drunk um, during one of the parties in one of the islands. And that time it was like midnight and our boat driver decided not to drive us back to the mainland because um, he thinks that we're either too drunk or too wasted to ride in a boat and it's going to be dangerous for us. So we decided to find a place to stay, you know, for the, for the, for us to spend the night. And the inn that we've found is seemingly a new building that looks different from any structures in the island. Um, it's a concrete structure with multiple rooms. So we got it for a bargain price. When we asked the owner why it was so cheap, um, they said that they're just keeping a tradition of hospitality f- that was started by their grandmother. So, so we occupied three rooms, um, 
one taken by my friend and his girlfriend and the rest by us and I bunked with three other friends. Now what seemingly like a normal sleep was disturbed by a sound. It was a scream from the other room. It was my friend and his girlfriend's um, room. So we hurried to their room to check what's going on and it took them a while for before they can open the door and when my friend opened the door we saw her girlfriend or his girlfriend sitting and crying in the corner of the room terrified as if you know something terrible has happened we thought you know um, it was my friend who's doing something bad to her but apparently that's not the case uh, when we asked our friend what's going on he didn't answer and just point to the bed who you know the bed looked like it was you know flipped all over um, by something or someone I don't know they did not say anything about it so what we just did is we invited our friends and his girlfriend to the other room so that we can all you know go back to sleep and just you know hopefully get the answer the next day and so the next day um, I got up early you know I really wanted to see the sun's the sun go up from the mountains in the island something like that basically just wanted to see the sunrise on the beach but on my way out um, I saw an old lady an elderly lady um, she was looking at the um, she looks like she was checking on the furniture so I approached her and gave her the mano respect um, the one that you know you hold your the hand of the elderly and put it to your um, forehead it was a traditional Filipino greeting to the elderly and then I asked her um, where she's living and she told me um, I was living upstairs and her answer is actually a bit weird for me because the words that she used some of those words were actually no longer in use in the local dialect or in the local you know in the local language so it's think of it as old English if it's English so it's a bit the answer was a bit weird for me but you know I didn't really um, mind it because she's old probably that was the language before and that's how they use it in the island so and it really minded so I went out I went at the house and it's the sun was already rising and when I came back um, I was able to take a gl glimpse of the house that I wasn't able to do when during the night and I realized that it was a big house but it's not it's just one story there's no second floors or even an attic so that old lady's answer flashed back to me saying that she lives upstairs and damn that that house has no upstairs or something so shocked me and I went back and I tried looking for her but she's nowhere to be found and during breakfast um, we were finally able to get answer from my friend and his girlfriend what happened so he said you know he, 
they're on their way to you know making love or having sex but they haven't really started it they're just you know getting it started something like that when my friend said someone or something pushed him out of the top while he's on the top of his girlfriend someone pushed him off the bed um there's a force he said it was feels like an arm but he couldn't see anyone or anything pushed him he was pushed off the bed then when his girlfriend you know got up the moment that his girlfriend got up from bed the bed was flipped over to the side and they can't explain whatever it was and they swear no one is in the room it was a small room so we can attest to that and no one can fit to that very small window if it's really someone but they didn't see anything it was just he said it was just a strong force that pushed him and you know flipped the bed over so they get really scared and you know we went to the owner and ask her what's going on is it is this place haunted because um you know we've experienced a couple of weird stuff and when we told her the story um she immediately understand what's going on and she said that's probably my grandmother so when she explained it um she said that um in was built three years ago but what was originally standing there before that inn was their ancestral house that was out there for like 300 years but was demolished and was you know converted into an inn so she said her grandmother is a good nature lady very nice lady very hospitable and really welcome everyone from the from anywhere all the visitors that she got you know gets the best welcome and hospitality and they said there's a rumor that she even served both american and japanese soldiers during the world war ii although you know japanese stole a lot of her stuff but they still served them but she said that though she was a good natured lady very nice lady um she said that um her grandmother was a tiger strict in implementing you know religious moral moral values or something like that and she is very strict about that to her children and eventually to her grandchildren before she passed away so you know she get the idea that maybe um the her grandmother doesn't not want premarital sex or something like that to happen inside her house because our friend's about to do it so she's probably trying to stop them from doing it because it's immoral or something something like that and you know when she showed us the picture um it really matches the per- the face of the old lady that i saw during in the in that morning earlier that day and it was just less gloomier so before we leave 
um, we left the house. We actually offered prayer and apologies to, for her. So, you know, just to make sure that we can pay respect to the old lady. And yeah, it was a bizarre experience for us. Um, I've experienced a lot of different things, but this one was, you know, something. I'm not sure if it's really scary, but yeah, it scared the hell out of my friends. So, yeah, that's my story. Hope you guys like it. Um, keep it up. Thank you. That's so cool. I mean, not that that happened to them because I know it was scary, but it makes perfect sense that the old inn used to be there and that the grandmother's confined to the footprint of that and the living the upstairs and everything. I think that's neat. I think it's interesting when you get something like that and there's little little clues like the the language was slightly different. They were using, you know, part of the vernacular that's not commonly used anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, it just lets you go, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that explains what exactly is going on here without uh, needing much more uh, of an explanation, uh, especially when the other pieces of the puzzle all uh, all kind of come together creepy story thank you for sharing that one with us today 855-853-4802 is our number at real ghost stories online to share your real ghost stories with us and i think i have one more here let me pull it up and we shall hear it let's hear your ghost story hi Hi, uh, my name is Betsy. This is my first time calling. I've been listening to your guys' podcast at work uh, just about every day since I discovered it. Um, I experienced a few uh, paranormal things here and there, not a lot due to the fact that I try not to acknowledge it, but a few of them sneak through every now and then. Uh, One that has stayed with me for a good while is one that um, my girlfriend and I used to live out in her pool house and we um, there's there were things that happened there every now and then mostly to her but I saw a few things out there and I always got like a weird energy of being in that pool house, I would get bad energy. I would feel like someone's always there. Uh, so one night we got home and um, she said, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to get comfortable. And so I told her, okay. So I went into the kitchen. And next thing I know, she's downstairs in the kitchen with me. And um, I looked up at her. I wasn't really paying attention. I was making I was making food for us, and I asked her, "Hey, um, would you like a grilled cheese sandwich?" And she didn't answer. So I looked at her again, and I'm like, "Well, do you want one or not?" And she just looked at me and kind of smiled, um, not like a smile like with teeth, but just like a you know regular smile, and she left. So I took that as, uh, okay, I guess she does want a grilled cheese sandwich. And so I made it for her. When she came back downstairs, she, um, I had the grilled cheese sandwich for her, and I gave it to her, and she asked me, what's this? I'm like, well, I, thought you, I told her I thought you wanted one. 
And she said, no, uh, I didn't say anything. I don't remember you asking me. And I said, yes, you came into the kitchen and you stood there and you smiled weird. When I asked you when, that you wanted a grilled cheese sandwich and she's like, well, that wasn't me. So that freaked me out quite a bit. Um, I normally don't see things like that, but that was like the most vivid one that I've seen and felt before. I don't know exactly what kind of spirit or, or ghost it would be uh, or what it wanted or if it just wanted to be a part of the day or the conversation. Um, anyways, I have quite a few more that I would love to share with you guys on another day, and I hope to hear this on the podcast sometime soon. Um, and I'm looking into becoming an EPP myself. So keep up the good work, guys. And I appreciate you guys' podcast. Bye. Kind of a doppelganger thing there. I think all doppelgangers are assholes. <laughs> they do. They just mess shit up and, and go about their business. And they seem to get some sort of like enjoyment out of it by the, the they looked at me and they smiled. Yeah. It's like, well, why? You know? I know. I've never heard of a good doppelganger. That helps to do something? Yeah. In like some sort of positive way? No. I don't know what that is. The ghostly grilled cheese. Yeah. Sounds like an episode of Full House, like their Halloween special <laughs> or something. That's going to wrap up the episode for today of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. You do that by going to ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Five bucks a month to become an EPP. Our live show is coming up uh, August 11th at the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. A few tickets left for that. If you want in on that, get them before they are gone. That's not far away. Until next time, for Jenny, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to another episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you are anything like us at Thrift Books, you love books. You know, real books, made of ink and printed on paper. With over 13 million used and new books, starting as low as $3.99, Thrift Books has your next great adventure. Affordable textbook or cozy afternoon. Any format, edition, and condition, right at your fingertips. Visit thriftbooks.com podcast and find your next favorite book today. For the love of books, Thrift Books. If you are anything like us at Thrift Books, you love books. You know, real books, made of ink and printed on paper. With over 13 million used and new books, starting as low as $3.99, Thrift Books has your next great adventure. Affordable textbook or cozy afternoon. Any format, edition, and condition, right at your fingertips. Visit thriftbooks.com podcast and find your next favorite book today. For the love of books, Thrift Books. It's the game everyone's talking about. Shim Sham, a laugh-out-loud adventure for you and your... Cockroaches. Part board game, part dance-off, Shim Sham is loads of fun for... Cockroaches. ...of all ages. Just spin the wheel, strike your pose, and get ready for a... Scurrying cockroach. Don't let roaches ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more. If you are anything like us at Thrift Books, you love books. You know, real books, made of ink and printed on paper. With over 13 million used and new books, starting as low as $3.99, Thrift Books has your next great adventure. Affordable textbook or cozy afternoon. Any format, edition, and condition, right at your fingertips. Visit thriftbooks.com podcast and find your next favorite book today. For the love of books, Thrift Books. 
If you are anything like us at Thrift Books, you love books. You know, real books, made of ink and printed on paper. With over 13 million used and new books, starting as low as $3.99, Thrift Books has your next great adventure. Affordable textbook or cozy afternoon. Any format, edition, and condition, right at your fingertips. Visit thriftbooks.com slash podcast and find your next favorite book today. For the love of books, Thrift Books. At Troncali Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we treat you like one of our own. With the friends and family advantage, you'll get no-hassle upfront pricing every time and upfront trade-in value. We'll even purchase your car if you buy elsewhere. When you need to service, we have convenient hours, genuine Mopar parts, and factory-trained technicians. And as an award-winning dealership, you'll always have a satisfying experience. So visit Troncali Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 9 in Cumming and online at troncollijeep.com. Tap the banner for details. It's the game everyone's talking about. Shim Sham, a laugh-out-loud adventure for you and your... Cockroaches. Part board game, part dance-off, Shim Sham is loads of fun for... Cockroaches. ...of all ages. Just spin the wheel, strike your pose, and get ready for a... Scurrying cockroach. Don't let roaches ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more.